everybody. Welcome to the Long Play Listening Party. This is Howie. We are picking up exactly where we left off last week with Eric from Ghost Mind. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I recommend you go back, check that out, listen to the music, and uh, we're just going to pick up right where we left off with a, a pretty free-ranging conversation about uh, where Eric grew up, about hip-hop, about Kansas City and L.A. and all kinds of different things. So hope you enjoy it. Tell me a, a bit about your childhood. So what, what was it like? I mean, you had both of your parents in the house or, or what well, was that like? Yeah, so uh, we grew up. So I was born in D.C. and then uh, my dad was a journalist. And so we uh, he took us to uh, the Ivory Coast, um, in Africa, in uh, West Africa. And uh, I was there in the Ivory Coast from... Uh, what's it, um, Four to ten, and so what? What, what time period is that? Uh, nine, uh, early nineties, first, okay. first, first, first five years. So, I came to LA in ninety four. Okay, and so and so I grew up. Uh, yeah, so my childhood. Well, you know, I don't really remember much from from DC. You know, most of my memories, first memories are from the Ivory Coast. Um, and, uh, yeah, I remember just, you know, Africa is such uh, I haven't been there since, unfortunately. Um, but from my memory, just remembering just the sense of community, um, just the really, the, the just the deep soulfulness of the music, you know, and, and of the people, you know. Um, yeah, it's, 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 I really need to go back there um, at, at some point. You know, but uh, but as far as family, yeah, my my dad loved music, and he played. You know, a lot of my first influences, music wise, uh, were through my dad. So, and, and it's just you and your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Okay. And and are you the oldest or the youngest or uh, the oldest? Yeah. And how many years apart are you? Uh, my brother is four years. Uh, four years. Uh, so, and you were born yeah, in? I was born in 85, yeah. 85? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm old, dude. <laughs> okay. That's what's up. You know, and I always, man, I timestamp things by... Um, <laughs> I timestamp things by Eddie Murphy movies. So, like, yeah. E3 <laughs> is he my was, first, you yeah, know... He, he, <laughs> I've only re- realized, like recently, how like hot he was in the eighties, man. He like, man, he, like he just dominated yeah. everything, bro. Yeah. Like Beverly Hills Cop, I was yeah. like, what? Like yeah. we can go to Beverly Hills and be cops, <laughs> you yeah. know? And it, yeah, uh, obviously it was all Hollywood, but you know, I mean, yeah. Um, that's what's up. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I'm a '77 dude. I was born in '77. Okay. Um, uh, my dad was like a Vietnam vet, you know. Okay. Okay. My mom was like a Southern Baptist. It was like a crazy fucking time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the Southern so, Baptist tradition, man. It's, yeah, man. And my dad was like Catholic, which is weird, but yeah. you know, that's 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 what it was. We went to Catholic school when I was young. Interesting. Yeah. Catholic and Southern Baptist. That's an interesting yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought that was going to work, but, you know. It's such a different tradition, man. Oh, so different. So completely different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can imagine, like, 
because I play a lot of church here uh, in L.A., um, in the Southern uh, Baptist churches. And so, okay, um, man, like the just the just the difference between, you know, because I also play in, in different uh, traditions in this different churches and the, it's so different, you know, the Baptist in particular. Uh, yeah, man, it's a worship. Yeah. I was gonna say if if you can play in the Southern Baptist Church, then you can rock a concert. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, exactly, exactly, man. You don't yeah. have to worry about it. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> exactly, man. Because I mean, just 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 to give you guys an idea, like it's like you know, uh, you just gotta be able to keep up, you know, because they don't, you know, because it's it's so funny the different the way the musicians are set up. Like in the Baptist Church, it's like you pretty much. Uh, the flow of the music is based on kind of like the kind of more of in the moment, kind of what is felt, you know, what the pastor, what he's experiencing and he can bring up any, you know, so, um, so, you know, you, you really don't have an idea what you're going to play, you know, when you get to, you know, at least the churches I've been to, you know, I mean, you, you have a few different songs that, you, you know, so it's a lot of just listening and kind of knowing the changes, and kind of being able. Um, whereas the, the 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 I would say the more traditional, not not traditional, like uh, Presbyterian, like you know, um, right, right, different traditions. Like they'll have, uh, they'll have, they'll say, you know, you you'll play these few songs, maybe five or so, you know, songs, and it's more of a concert, you know, and then you play the songs and then you leave, you know. I mean, not necessarily leave, but you'll, you know, it's more organized um right you know exactly when you're supposed to come in and, and exactly. go out um, yeah you know yeah and it's like and that's not the as same. a baptist church like you're playing pretty much the whole time and i want to tell ya. <laughs> you know and you're no, you know, it's just I it's just the spirit you know it's more of like spirit led like you just kind of uh you, yeah you're just flowing with you know with whatever's going on you know so it's especially so as have, like a a bass player that's got to be yeah. you know like you're you're actually kind of leading the drums or or, or whatever yeah. in, in in a Baptist church you know what I'm saying like yeah. you're going to be the the first movement if if something happens to move into a new direction so yeah. I know exactly what you mean yeah absolutely yeah. and then everything yeah. kind of like follows that it's like oh that's where we're going out yeah <laughs> yeah and, and you got to be ready man yeah, <laughs> you got to be ready to go. We're gonna get left behind, you know. No doubt. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, so it's not just happening in the Midwest. I got you. <laughs> no, it's definitely going down here heavy. Okay. Heavy, yeah. Oh man. I think and, and I think just, Baptists yeah. are Baptists worldwide to some extent. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even in it, Russia. It, it, yeah. 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 <laughs> Even in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. No doubt. Okay. Oh man. And so like your your musical journey into uh, I mean just into music. Like how how did that even how did that even happen? How did you start playing music? What's your your education in music? How did that all happen? So I usually feel like, you know, it it, it really happened with, with what my dad was playing, the kind of listening first. You know, he was playing a lot of African music, a lot of uh, like jazz stuff. You read like people like Pat Metheny, um, um, 
Sukus, West African Sukus movie uh, music, uh, Salif Keita, um, and you just listen to certain like you know. So that was my kind of how I, I my ear kind of developed, and then I started playing uh, bass in middle school. I don't know how I ended up in mu- in like music class actually, but uh, I ended up in there somehow, and then uh, I some they just handed me the bass because I was the the tallest kid in the class, and so. <laughs> So that's just how it started, man. It just, okay. You know, the bass just picked me, you know. That's just honestly what happened, man. And then I started playing bands, man, like really quickly, you know. It became more about collaboration, you know, as as far as like training, you know. Just just playing in bands, playing playing with people, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of how I kind of came up was just, yeah, playing in bands and, um, and really, you know, really trying to, um, always wanted to do original stuff, um, but also being happy to play, you know, the classic, you know, stuff as well too, you know, you know, you know, playing whatever I can, you know, and just keeping my ears always open, you know? Um, so that was kind of like, yeah, I would say had a little bit of training in, in the middle school, you know, played the upright bass and then, uh, high school just band. What? You know? You played yeah. the upright bass? I did, I did, yeah. God. So actually I actually uh went to New Orleans when I was uh in I think middle school. Get out of here, man. Like just and... stop. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up uh and this is actually a funny story because I, I, I saw Galactic uh when I was fourteen. Uh, man. Yeah, you know, it was it was in in New Orleans in the uh yeah, right. The, uh, um, you know, uh, I'm not worthy. The Tipitinas. It was the jazz fest they had there. Okay. Yeah. And, and so you know, you know, fourteen or whatever, I saw them play it, and, and it was a crazy experience because I was like, you know, thirteen or fourteen, like jazz fest, you know, like, you know, this is a crazy experience, you know, and then just a few years ago, I. Uh, Afrolicious, um, Afrolicious ended up opening for Galactic uh, at this, so at this dope, festival, dude. and that was that was crazy, man. Uh, I, I gotta tell y'all, that was oh, that was man. that was that was super, like uh, super full circle, like, cool full circle. You know, seeing those, seeing them play, and then and then you know, and then Afrolicious, you know, we opened. For Were them, you so. like, man? When I was fourteen, I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't even get to like talk to the bass player, but I did take a picture of his like bass and the setup and everything. That, oh, that's what's up. But uh, they're yeah, they're so fun, man. They're so cool, man. So that's crazy, you know. But that's uh, super crazy. Yeah, that's 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 that. Yeah, so that was kind of my my education was just, uh, you know, two years of classical music and then just uh, I played in a band in high school. Uh, we were called. Uh, the Turkish Audio Society. Uh, the drummer came up with that name somehow, and, and we we had a. It was bass, guitar, uh, uh, drums, and then I think we had a uh, a tablet player at some point, um, Indian tabla, and uh, in high school, player. yeah, in high school, it was, it was really <laughs> weird. I mean, we were, we were like just weird kids, man. Like we were just the weirdest. Weirdest kids, man. We just listening to like classical music and just, you know, it's L.A., man. It just this this big ass high school, you know. So, um, 
So yeah, so that was okay. That's kind of. Man, I should have embraced more of my weirdness in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, when I was in high school, rapping was weird. So you know, rapping was weird. Yeah, like if you were a rapper in high school, like this was. I mean, I graduated in '95, so okay. really we're talking about like the classic era or whatever, you know. Oh man! And dude. So everybody was like, "Ah, uh, you know, you're you're like New York or you know whatever, mm. you know, you know, you're in the middle of Kansas, <laughs> your East Coast." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh, look at him; he's got dreadlocks. He's he's weird, you know. He's weird. Um, That's so weird. Yeah, That's crazy, dude. You know, and now it's like. Everybody raps and everybody's got dreadlocks. That's so crazy. Yeah. Because when I was in high school, like hip hop was like, it was like everything, you know. I mean, it's even bigger now, but, uh, you know, uh, even in middle school, everybody had like postal bills, like like FUBU, like it was like, you know, it, it was all, even in LA, you know, you know. New York inspired, you know, New York, New York hip hop was like everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, in Kansas City is always, I don't know, five or six, maybe 10 years mm-hmm. behind everybody else in like music trends. And okay. so when I was in high school, like R. Kelly was the shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. R. Kelly, I was like, you know, this dude's wife is like 15, right? Like yeah. nobody said anything about that, you know, but that, that was, that was kind of like the deal. And if you rapped, it was just, you were just like this obscure really? group of people. Yeah. You know, and wow. we had, you know, we had the Jabos, we had the, the FUBU and shit like me and my little group of friends, but we wouldn't get no girls. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Crazy. Like what well, nobody fucking with us. Yeah, like, you guys are strange. And, you know, and I, and we were listening to Farside. We were listening to Souls of Mischief. We were listening yeah. to Wu-Tang, like all Wu-Tang, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, that didn't really, and at the time, if you were, the only kind of hip hop you were listening to was like, you know, like uh, Dre and, 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 and Snoop Dogg and all that, which, right. you know, we were into, but uh, that was the only kind of hip hop that was acceptable. Um, at least in my school, in my experience, that was the only kind of thing that people were considering like hip hop. And if you weren't man. that, it was like, you're just weird. Wow. Know? That's so crazy, man. That's yeah, so and when the South started like kind of doing their thing, like that shit happened ten years after. Like Outkast was already on. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Before like people were really even willing to accept like hip hop in Kansas City. So That's it was a crazy. very unique experience, you know. And and then me, you know, I went to L.A. and had that whole experience you know I, I was working with people from all over and then came back to kansas city that was the first time that i realized like how far behind culturally we were musically you know wow that's 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 really interesting because like i remember yeah i mean by 2000 it was like um you know um outcast was already kind of like not not fading but they were like had I mean, like they were do, they were pop stars by that time. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So and for like, them not for so so for people not to be into them, it's kind of like that sweet. southern playlistic Cadillac yeah. funky music record that they put out. Like, yeah. no, they weren't playing that shit in clubs here. You know what I mean? How about uh, AT Aliens? 
that there. Oh, like, that I don't think they ever played that AT Aliens record in, that's in Kansas crazy. City. I that's think the Southern the Southern Playalistic record happened in Kansas City around the time that the AT Aliens record was out. Okay. Um, and so that got played in the clubs, and they they just completely skipped over that. They wow. I don't really feel like Kansas City uh, really gave a lot of pub to Outkast until they did the Speaker Box record. Interesting, really. That's you know? that's wild. Because I remember Rosa Parks was like everywhere, everywhere. In LA. yeah, Rosa everywhere, Park. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, man, we had this club uh, called America's Pub, and it was like this melting mm-hmm. pox for like mixed couples you know, that's like where everybody <laughs> went if they wanted to kind of like yeah. be in mixed relationships that was the only <laughs> club that would play like that rosa park shit yeah they played that shit there but outside of that that and that uh bombs over baghdad yeah you know I mean? like they played that heavy over there um but not on the radio you weren't hearing that on the radio that's crazy man yeah no, that's so that. interesting that's so um, interesting, man. The different regional stuff, man. That's like, yeah, and, and you know. we're we're pretty much like once it is tried and 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 um, is successful in in another community somewhere, uh, Kansas mm-hmm. City will pick it up. We're okay. the Turner Broadcast Network, and um, that's the only time we get any kind of music is once it's you know if it's hot in Miami, if it's hot in New York, if it's hot in Atlanta, if it's hot in L.A. They'll play it, but but, but what about uh oh man uh what's his name oh my oh I can't believe I forgot his name. There's one guy, uh Kansas City uh he's Tech, been around so long. Tech Nine, Tech Nine, yeah. What about Tech Nine mm-hmm. though? So Tech Nine only gets played on the rock stations. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, you're not hearing Tech Nine on. I mean, like KPRS will, which is yeah, like what, what they consider say. the urban, uh, I, I like think, station here. Yeah, they I will think. talk about Tech Nine. Yeah. They will promote Tech Nine. With you don't hear Tech Nine's music on that radio station ever. Wow, that's ever. crazy. I will tell you though, in Kansas City, man, Tupac's. Like 1992 music is in heavy rotation currently that's on weird. KPRS. Yeah, it, it, it it's a weird community. That's but, super you know, strange, man. The the yeah, strange. Because <laughs> like Tech Nine, man. Like I remember seeing Tech Nine in college, man. It was like, and then he, he kept going for like <laughs> ten years or something like that, man. He just he's man, like. He, he he's like kind of like it, it seems like he for what he he's one of those few hip hop acts that seems like he re they really uh kept grinding you know and kept like really making things happen for so long you know so well and I, would think, and that, I think that's know, a lot of it you know he he um a lot of his shows would get well at least in Kansas City would get headlined with like the Cotton Mount kings and, and you know like, like that kind of stuff like kind of the more of the i don't know like grunge kind of like rock style music and stuff um here locally i i would go see his shows i mean for a good 
at least decade, I would go see the, the Tech Nine shows. I mean, you'd never see another hip hop act on stage with him. If he That's didn't bring crazy. them, you'd never see another hip hop act on stage with him. That's period. crazy, man. Yeah. Which That's you so know, weird. you're talking about a dude who who did songs with like Buster Rhymes. Like yeah. who's more hip hop than that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Buster Rhymes has never done anything except for hip hop. Like it's yeah. never been he like he's never had like a a commercial record or anything like that. It's always been like he built his whole catalog off of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um you know, that's just I mean, the, the community's different. You know what I mean? And yeah. like we have like our big thing is like the Kaufman Center and, and stuff like that, which is, you know, completely different genre uh, of music. We have so many jazz legends who are still currently living in Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they can't they can't make a living off jazz here. You just you just can't. You know, it's, it's just not viable. I know people who play in uh, bands and, and the band members, each band member has 20 years of uh, technical history or whatever behind them. And they're making like 500 bucks for the whole band. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's just a community. It, it, it's uh, We like to feel like we have... Um, a music community, but yeah, man, when I was in, I mean, even when I was in Arizona, you know, like yeah. people don't think about Arizona as being like a very forward place, but you know, you if you play gypsy music, there was a, a group of clubs that you could go to and you could earn a living, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that kind of stuff. It's just different. It's the Midwest, man. It's just a different yeah. place. Um, so yeah. I mean, Tech Nine has been like uh, one of the world's largest independent hip hop artists, and yeah. um, it's just a hard place to grind here yeah. in Kansas City for for that style of music. So he had to really, because like it, it, when you listen to his music, like the image in my mind is like, dude, Kansas City is just like when he comes through, it's like the whole city is like is like popping like tech nine it's like man it took it took him 20 years to get there <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> That's wild, like his club man. his shows are always sold out for sure yeah here here in, in this city um but you know it would be difficult to say that for even other acts that are similar to what it is that he does you know yeah. it, it, it it's it's a grind you yeah. know what i mean uh -huh. But, I mean, that's just the community. That's just the area. When I was in L.A., man, I remember when I first showed up in L.A. and people were like, well, okay, well, what do you do? You know, and yeah. I'd be like, oh, you know, I make beats and, you know, I rap or whatever. And like, okay, you got to go here and you got to go do that. And, you know, and like those places. And there was kind of like a thing for that. We're very spread out um, here in Kansas City. So, like, Lawrence is like a really good hub for music in Kansas City. Um, and the Westport area is a really good hub for music, but very specific styles of music for each one. You yeah, know what I mean? see. Okay. So, um, so, you know, some artists are able to play usually in multiple types of bands or, or groups or something like that and get that kind of love, but... Yeah. You know, we just don't have a huge community for that kind of thing. It's not, okay. that, I mean, that, and that's kind of Midwest, you know, like yeah. you could go to St. Louis, you could go to Chicago, you could go to Minneapolis or something like that. Uh, but that's how you would have to 
really tour. You couldn't like, I felt like when I was in um, the LA area, like there were lots of places where I could go to that would support the same style of music. Uh, and then there's just so many more people. Right. Yeah, so like yeah. I could go to like, and I'm just throwing shit out there because I don't really know L.A., but, like, I could go to Oakland and then go to, you know, like, you know, Long Beach, and it'd be a completely different group of people. Where here, if I go to Westport or go to Lawrence, there's going to be some kind of crossover, um, and, you know, there's, there, there's only so many people here that you're going to be able to touch and connect uh, yeah. unless you travel quite yeah. a bit. yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's what, you know, tech probably experienced quite a bit. But, you know, this dude toured globally. You yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that um, – but I'm, I'm also curious to see, like, how technology also kind of impacted all that too. Like, if you um, – you know, like, it, 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 it would seem – you know, because I've always been in L.A., so I've seen – the LA frame, but I think just in general, I think for artists, a lot of artists rely on the idea that I'm going to make it in LA and then I'm just going to get signed or whatever. But, uh, it's, it, it's so treacherous. The, the scene here is so, you know, you can fall through the cracks really easily. And it seems like the, uh, better almost to just rely on, social media and technology, wherever you are in the world, you know, even to have us be in Kansas City or whatever, and then really get good at that, and then maybe come to L.A. later on or something like that. But, uh, yeah. I was to say now, especially in, 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 in you know, uh, particularly during, like, this past year, yeah. the live streaming and, and, and realizing that you can connect with people and... um you know, like not that it didn't happen before, but you know, I think there's going to be more of the, you know, you can buy tickets to a show that you would never, uh, for artists that you would you wouldn't have a chance to see or yeah. wouldn't would come through your place, and it's cheaper. Um, you know, probably for a lot of artists, like hey, okay, we're gonna sell tickets and and play a live stream from this yeah. place, and and people from wherever can tune in and, and watch us, and we don't have to, you know, do this. Yeah. You know three months four months you know out on the road uh, yeah. trying to, to play for people and um I, I think it'll be interesting to see how how this goes from here in, in terms of yeah connecting with the fans and, and and where you actually you know do you have to go and and you know play all these places or can't can you build uh, a following from you know being good at connecting with people through social media or something like that. Mm. Yeah. And, and pre-pandemic, well, pre-pandemic and maybe like a decade prior, right? Like when I was out like doing shows, um, you know, I, I would show up in, in places like Enid, Oklahoma, and they were happy to have live music. You know what I'm saying? There'd be three, 400 people there. Uh, you could do Kansas City. You could do St. Louis. You could do Chicago. You could do Minneapolis. You could, you know, you could just travel throughout the Midwest and really like build and make a name for yourself as an artist. Um, so it will be interesting to see now that people are uh, accustomed to getting their music through these 
what I would consider like non-traditional ways of like the live streaming shows and that kind of stuff, what will happen? Um, I think yeah. it has really shrunk what we consider the market for for music. But, you know, man, I'm I'm telling you, I did a show. I never even heard of it in Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I rolled up and the promoter came out. He paid us before we did the show. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we did the show. The place was packed. Everybody loved it because they were getting music that they would never yeah. have ever heard before. You know what I'm saying? And, Interesting. Um, I, I, I do think the Midwest is really, really good for that like when yeah. when you show up and we've never experienced it before or something brand new like you get a lot of love but yeah. um you know you got to travel quite a distance to do that whereas i feel like in la you know you don't have to go as far because there's so many people you know yeah. to get a to get a new audience and i don't know what difference that might make or whatever but um yeah, that's kind of I mean, how it is the thing, though, is, is on that very point right there. It's like when you go to the Midwest, it's like people are wanting to have the experience, you know, they're re- and they're and, and they're hungry for it. Whereas I think in L.A., yeah. it's like being in bands, like there's a sense that like there's so many, you know, competition for someone's time any given time, you know, any given night. They could do a hundred different things. They could just hang out with their friends, go to the latest pizza spot new pizzeria or you know or you know or you know not even music there's so many things that people can do so it's like yeah you know you, you may be able to reach a lot of people but um how interested are they <laughs> how interested yeah. and how prepared uh, are they uh, you know and you know they're like oh yeah it's just another another band like you know unless you're super into the 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 tip the type of scene or or, or you know of the band and you really yeah. want to check them out but maybe it's probably just like ah it's just another band like I I can see a band tomorrow night or something exactly you know? dude you know and the, yeah there's there's so many bands out here you know um and it's the, it's, it's it's such like a, a um, and there's so many I think unfortunately so many bands that don't really take playing music very seriously so. I think people are kind of like when someone says, "Oh, my band's playing." It's like, "Well, are you guys really going to bring it, or is it going to be right. like some kind of, you know, whatever, whatever?" You know. So, yeah, yeah, that's crazy know. to to hear that that's even happening in like L.A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, I mean, I played so many. Where it's like, uh, well, the classic L.A. show is like, man, I had this one friend of mine come. Uh, it was it was so frustrating to see this happen. He was from like. Colorado and he you know he was like oh man I want to come to LA and play and so he came and he hired me to play with him and the promoter that basically you know that had him come over she told him oh you know you're going to play at this showcase and it's going to be LA and there's going to be all these people there and everything like that so he but he gets here you know he drives all the way brings a drummer pays for all the gas to get here and then he gets to the showcase and they basically just put on bunch of random whoever they're able to sell this idea of la to and they you know it was like six or seven different bands only people in the audience were the bands you know the bands themselves you know so and oh, then, shit. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it was like it was complete you know and then they everyone had to pay the like promoter so it was like it was a complete scam man and it's like 
uh, and that's LA. That's more what LA actually is when it comes to the music scene. Is like all these different scams, all these different people. Try- I, I mean, sense. I've had people, I've had people sign to stuff, and people blow up their heads, and then they they don't do anything. So you know, so that's the negative side of LA. But the good side, you know, um, the good side if you're able to find it is is to interact with people, talented people who take themselves seriously uh, in different types of fields like music or, uh, sorry, um, yeah, of course music, but also like photography and films sort of that, you know. But right, right. You just have to, the, 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 the special sauce of LA is getting through all the different, getting through all the like non-serious type of stuff and getting towards, uh, you know, the real, you know, meeting those great collaborators and meeting those people who actually take themselves seriously first of all but then take take you seriously eliminating distractions and yeah you gotta eliminate a lot of people and that and that's why i tell people who come here first first thing off like when you come here like you need to make sure you're probably going to meet people are going to tell you all types of stuff like oh yeah you know i know flea you know (laughs) and i know uh you know, I know uh, the, you know, in in our person in Sony or something like that. And they're going to try to, like, blow up your head and make you think that, oh, you know, you're right there, you know. But if you have a strong internal sense of your own artistry, first and foremost, and you come in with, with something to bring, then then that's where, um, you know, uh, you know, I tell people having that, knowing your own self and your own kind of person, what you want to do and just don't let someone tell you what to do. Just do what you want to do. Cause people are going to tell you all types of things, man. Like when you come here, they're going to say like, Oh, you know, you need to, you know, the people are going to try to take who you are and they're going to try to shape you. You know, like I've heard mm. crazy, like just really interesting stories about, I mean, even like someone as big as uh, Tyler Perry, you know, when he first came to LA and like, you know, he already was a product, you know, and he had to deal with all types of stuff here in L.A. So it's like, you know, if that happens to him, then believe me, like, right. Where <laughs> it doesn't matter how much, how good you are, how talented, you know, who you are. Like if, you know, people are, there's, there's a lot of mind games. So, hmm. um, well, so that kind of brings I mean, us I, full circle. Yeah. I mean, to ghost mine, cause that's really. You have, Eric, I think that strong sense of your own artistry, what your art is worth, and and that that vision for what you're trying to do. Um so that kinda that kinda sums it up. Yeah, yeah. That that's I think seeing and I think what's one interesting thing that, you know, you know, from listening to you, you know, you guys podcasts and also looking at you guys websites like it just seems and also knowing david it was like just a sense of like really inspiring to see musicians like who um just just want to make good music you know yeah and, you know um i'd be curious to hear more about you know maybe at some later point like you know curious records and like how that came to be and, and what you guys are up to and and just seeing you know like just seeing people like just making good music and putting it out there and that being as opposed to, um, you know, trying to, you know, become a star or whatever, or trying to, you yeah, know, man, that authenticity, you know, authenticity, I mean? that's like, the word right there. You know, that is it. 
you know. Oh so, man, like we, uh, yeah, like, I think at any point, you know, um, I think this, hopefully this will be an ongoing relationship with with you and your music, and 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 even as you know, if you want to come on and rap with somebody else, like. Yeah. Oh, that would be so fun, man. I can I can only imagine, man. I can only imagine that. Yeah. We'll do it for sure. Well, Eric, uh, tell people, remind people where they can find your music, where they can stream it, where they can buy it, and uh, how to connect with you on social media. Cool, cool. So um, if anyone is looking, wants to hear more about uh, Ghost Mine, then um, I have uh, my last record came out last year called Trill, and that's out everywhere, um, Spotify, um, uh, Apple Music, everywhere, uh, pretty much everywhere online. Uh, and uh, if you can, while you're there, be sure uh, to follow uh, Ghostmine, and because uh, I have uh, a new record coming out, um, we we uh, played most of the songs from it. I, I may add maybe one extra song. I'm not sure. Maybe like a bonus track or something like that. You know, uh, but uh, that's that's gonna be called Dark. Dark blonde, light brown, and uh, that's coming out pretty soon. And you, those that'll be in the same spots uh, under the same accounts. Um, uh, and also, you know, hit me up on Instagram, uh, Ghost M Style uh, at Ghost M Style, and I'm also on uh, uh, also on Facebook, but and also on TikTok too. TikTok, I think. Uh, ghost mine is here is my tagline on tiktok so nice. and, and i like to yeah <laughs> tiktok and, uh, i'm here yeah. <laughs> yeah ghost mine is here uh and i and i like to post uh you know little videos and uh i plan to very much try to to release more uh visual content as well too so that's that's um that's out there as well too so and when is the album dropping? Uh, it's, I'm still figuring that out, uh, but it's going to be coming out. Um, I should make be making an, an announcement pretty soon. But I I plan to release uh, some singles pretty soon. So so I'm gonna try okay. to put it out and kind of uh, give people a taste and kind of build, um, uh, let people um, experience each song kind of its own uh, um, on its own, and then. Uh, release the the full thing. Hopefully, make some CDs and some uh, and some vinyl as well too. There you go. Yes, yeah. some vinyl. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want. Sign me up. We're gonna have to have you back because uh, I definitely meant to ask you about the your description on your band camp and that i mean that you know that's a whole other thing we can get into just right 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 like the the whole yeah, I, I completely like, dropped the ball on that and i meant to meant to get into that earlier but we're gonna have to have you the i i can't you know i can't wait to do that i mean uh i have a, a music video out uh on youtube actually that kind of tells a little bit of the story um, okay we'll have to link uh, to that too and the uh, show notes <laughs> It, exactly. It's uh, the, the song is "Fear Lonesome Hearts" from from Trill, and it's directed by the Steiner Brothers. And so, two really um, amazing uh, video guys. And so, um, they make amazing stuff. So, 
we worked on something uh, and we released something last year. So, and that kind of tells a little bit of that kind of larger story. So, right on. Uh, um, check it out. Yeah, and last but not least, uh, ghostmind.bandcamp.com. Of course, you can pick up uh, a lot of what you heard in the early part of the show, and uh, follow Eric on there to uh, get the notification when the singles and the the album come out. So, uh, yeah, this was fantastic. Uh, you'll definitely be hearing more from Eric on the Long Play uh, channels. But this has been the Long Play Listening Party. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. See everybody later. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Peace.